Welcome back to one of our high-value short-form episodes where Joe and I will pack as much information as possible for you guys to take back into your day-to-day lives. The topic we're going to discuss today is the top 10 supplements for people's mental well-being from our point of view. As I said, Joe and I talk from a subjective point of view from our beliefs and also the research we continue to do to provide you guys with as much value as possible. So I'm going to start this off. First off, Joe, what's your view on using supplements to improve your mental health and mental well-being as well? All for it. Yeah, in a word. Um, I never used to be. I only started really doing it a couple of years ago, I think. I've really sort of branched out and listened to sort of some of my some more spiritual friends. I might have labeled them as previous to that. Previous to that. Um, to my, well, one of my very good friends, Jake, he has always been about supplements and always been big on them. And I never really took notice and really looked into the science behind it until maybe in the last two or three years like i said um so i can't recommend them enough purely from a personal point of view like i can't speak on your behalf and we speak about it a fair amount but um say i mean i'll go into the what, what i take um in due course but i think certainly from my point of view from a personal perspective uh supplementation has definitely helped my sort of mental and physical well-being as a whole um so yeah i'll go into what i take in a minute but yeah what yeah, about you couldn't agree more i think supplementation is really good if you have um everything else working around it i think you can't rely on it it's not like medication but i think if you can get it right um and you get your other aspects right you know your sleep your routine uh whatever that is whatever works for you having the supplements on the side especially for like mental clarity and and some of the ones we're going to talk about definitely Mm. helps but i think if you're just relying on the supplements you're not going to find as much value in it um it's kind of like a full package and then that extra boost you need to to make you carry on. It, sh- it should be an addition to, not replacement, in my opinion. I, I yep. just have to echo what you just said. It's just absolutely spot on. It shouldn't replace something. It should be to sort of add to what you're already doing, which is what me and you, I think, have sort of not nailed down, but I think it definitely helps us for sure. Mm. Said. What uh, what do you take? What's your usual? Um, so I take, I take quite a few. So I take sort of between four and six tablets every day, just in the morning, sort of if it's a part of my routine, wake up. So big glass of water with all these tablets and water's a key one because I'm so dehydrated. I don't drink <laughs> enough water. So if I start the day with like as much water as I can, it sort of helps me set, get set up. So with that, I'll take an omega three. I'll take a magnesium. Uh, this time of year, I take a vitamin D, which is why it can, it can fluctuate through the year. So vitamin D this time of year, I'll take, um, one I've, I've started taking recently is ashwagandha. So I've taken that for the last maybe three to six months intermittently. And that for me, that plus creatine have been the, I've seen the biggest changes. Mm. Um, all around magnesium's definitely helped me the last couple of years, but definitely more recently ashwagandha and creatine have been the sort of yeah. the most noticeable additions to what I've had. So, we'll touch um, We'll touch fully on ashwagandha at the end because I think yeah. that's super interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one you Definitely. said was oh, omega-3, uh, mm-hmm. like a fish oil. Um, omega-3 yeah. fatty acids are essential for brain function and mood. Uh, we read a meta-analysis in the translational psychiatry suggests that they can play a role in enhancing cognitive processes and stabilizing mood, and that was from 2016. So the yeah. main reason for it, I take omega-3 every day as well. Um, my sort of mix, it will come on a few of them later is, you know, super simple for me is omega three, a really high quality omega three fish oil, uh, for brain function and mood. I take creatine as well, which will come on to the mental effects of that as well as the physical effects. And also mm-hmm. I take, uh, power up by motion nutrition, which we'll talk about after as well. But omega three as a whole, I couldn't, 
be more bullish on. I think um, I really notice the difference if I don't take my supplements. Now I've got a good routine in place, but that's the one that's pretty much been consistent for the last three years for me every single day. Really? Interesting. I really like it. I don't, I think these things are so minor, but when you have such good routine in place, it's, um, it's really obvious when you don't have them. Well, in my case it is, unless that's a placebo, maybe not, I didn't have them today. Maybe I feel worse, but even if that's subconsciously, yeah, yeah. you know, it helps me a lot just knowing that I've been taken. 100%. I also think that placebo wise, even if it is slightly placebo, sort of five, 10, 20% or whatever it might be, if that helps you get through your work and be more productive, then that's only a good thing, right? If it's placebo, yeah. placebo or not. Um, and it's not really been meddled with that much, if that makes sense. Whereas a lot of supplements you could argue what actually goes into that. Whereas I guess fish oil and sort of the Omega three side of things, it is, is, it is as is. And, um, maybe there's an element of the ADHD side of things that really helps you as well. If, mm. if it's, if you've noticed it more so, maybe the ADHD side of things, it's maybe that's, maybe that's why. Agreed. Yeah. Secondly, we have vitamin D and vitamin D has been studied for its influence on mood disorders. A 2017 study in the Journal of Affective Disorders found a correlation between vitamin D levels and the occurrence and severity of mood disorders. This is what you said you were taking at the moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. This what, what else do you kind of feel from having vitamin D or is it, you know, well, what's the reasoning behind you having that? So for me, this time of year, especially when I'm not getting as much sunlight or being outdoors as much, just because of how bad the weather is and how little sunlight we get in daylight hours, I feel like by replacing the lack of sunlight and vitamin D I'm getting from being out in the sunshine as much, if I can replace that with vitamin D tablets and increase the dosages, if it's a high dosage, I do feel better for that. So mm. I know that we speak often on this channel and in pods previous about SAD, so seasonal affective disorder for those that don't know. Um, for those that often do really suffer with seasonal affective disorder, um, taking vitamin D can really, really help you. And it does for me anyway. Yeah. Thirdly, I think this is one you said you take, magnesium. Magnesium, yeah, big time. So magnesium is known for its role. Uh, in stress reduction and improving sleep quality. Uh, a 2017 study in the PLOS1 indicated that magnesium supplementation can have a positive effect on these aspects, most in particular sleep. Do you take that for sleep or is that for any other reason? Because I've read a few studies now. As everyone knows, yeah. I love my studies. Um, magnesium seems to be at the forefront of everything at the moment. Uh, I took a supplement before, which was like a mix of magnesium and 5-HTP. Definitely helped after a few weeks. I didn't feel anything straight away. Um, but that was really good for my sleep. And that was kind of the reason I took that. And something I'm going to try and get back onto as I've been a bit uh, slacking in terms of my sleep as a whole uh, supplementation-wise. I think, um, yeah, no, to back up what you just said, I think magnesium initially, it, I saw a lot of it online. I was seeing more, it was becoming more and more prevalent that, um, the sort of male gym goers that I was watching and following were really, really pushing magnesium and saying, get on this and you feel huge differences. A bit like what you just said, it does take a few weeks to get into your system properly. So if you do try it and you feel nothing straight away, don't be surprised. So for me, the more I started taking it, the more sort of productivity and concentration that went through the roof. Sleep-wise, other things have helped me more. Um, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I'm not quite sure, but it definitely helps others. And the studies that I've looked into, it had definitely felt that sleep has definitely impacted. But it was more around productivity and sort of um, referencing back to the gym. I felt like I was more sort of alert. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. 
Number four is B vitamins, in particular B12, B6. Uh, these vitamins are crucial for mood regulation and energy levels. A 2010 study in the American journal Clinical Nutrition su suggested that deficiencies in B vitamins can impact mood and cognitive function. B vitamins are super interesting. This is something um, a lot of my friends take, uh, especially my brother and people like that. They take uh, B vitamins. I've taken them before. Um, tons of people are huge on it. We had a nutritionist on called Sammy Cooper. She was talking about B vitamins. I can't say personally, you know, I felt massive difference from it. A lot of you uh, listening to this, you won't be watching this one, um, could feel a huge difference from it. And I, I hope that's the case. And I hope it helps. I think everyone's body is slightly different, but B vitamins for me, I don't know if I'm just have higher levels of B vitamin in my body anyway, or, or whatever it is. I just didn't see that much of a change, but I, the research and studies behind this show that this is one of the biggest, the biggest things uh, to do is B vitamins as a whole. But, but it's really interesting you say that because it was only a couple of days ago that I ended up picking some up. Um, I was in Holland and Barrett, I had some, had some vouchers left over from Christmas and I went in there and asked, I said, what would you recommend? Sort of, I had most things ticked off and she said, what would you recommend? Uh, the vouchers I had left over and said, try B, B, B vitamins. And it must've been about two years ago. I took some over a short, relatively short period of time, a number of weeks. And it, I generally felt like it was doing nothing for me at the time. So I then scrapped it, came off it. And then now I'm going to start it again to see if it makes any difference in the short term or maybe try a bit longer. So much like you, I've looked into it, heard about it. And now recently in the last couple of days, I'm going to start sort of cycling back onto it to see if it makes any difference. Otherwise for me, it'll be uh, not a waste yeah. of time. It's interesting. The, the effects people have off it are enormous. But yeah, I, this, again, this is completely subjective from us. Yeah. We do a ton of research on stuff and also trial it on ourselves. Um, but that wasn't that wasn't huge for me. But I know for people like my brother and stuff that it's enormous. So oh, is that right? I think it might just it could be depending on the person and uh, what that person needs. Uh, which one is this? Five? This one? Yeah. Uh, five, five, yeah. Five. Yeah interesting uh, i want to get your uh, want to get your view on this as a whole is uh probiotics so probiotics are beneficial for the gut brain axis and mental wellness the 2016 review in the annals of general psychiatry highlighted the role of gut microbiota in mental health the gut brain axis is something i probably need to look into more you and me both companies like zoe they're quite, they're like gut brain Huge axis, now. aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I, could, I could be wrong there. But um, the gut brain axis seems to be the biggest thing for people's mental health and mental well-being as a whole. Um, and if you sort your gut out, it seems to clear a lot of the problems in your head, which is super interesting. It's, um, it's it's one of the most talked about things now. I think since the the sort of the, it's called the gut movement has has come um, come to fruition. I think the last maybe year or two, gut health is now being talked about as your second brain. So sort of your your gut is your second brain. If you can fix that, it goes a long long way to fixing a lot of the problems that you might have had for years and years and years that have been unresolved. So a very good friend of mine, um, Reese Lewis, um, short story. He probably won't like be talking the whole thing, but he was at university, had a few problems. He was then prescribed some medication, which caused more problems. A lot of stuff he yet prescribed can cause headaches, diarrhea, whatever else. And then he went down the more gut health route, which is sort of more cleaner eating and went mm -hmm. sort of more, more natural medicinal. 
And he said that since he's been buying into his gut, he now hasn't been that unwell. The same problems he had were reoccurring beforehand haven't happened. So he really? is massive on the, on sort of the gut movement and knows far more than I do. So I'll be leaning on him for the whole pre- probiotic thing. So I know it's absolutely massive right now. Yeah, my mum loves doing the gut health stuff. Yeah, Zoe is how to pr- improve yeah. your gut health. Yeah, I, I was right. The best foods for your gut health. Ah, things like uh, kefir, kimchi, sauerkraut uh yogurt kombucha uh fermented soy foods so my mum has kefir every morning Mm -hmm. um kimchi as well that's interesting and sauerkraut like fermented cabbage fermented veggies amazing for your gut health so if you're not taking a supplement maybe looking down that route and and trying that six this is one i'm huge on i know you haven't taken um so it's probably a bit different for you but this helps me so much. This is Power Up by Motion Nutrition. I've taken this for three years. I take it every single day. I swear by it. Um, <laughs> it's meant for mood support. So it has tons of different things in. But the main being, um, this is like my small dose. Uh, we talked on vitamin uh, Bs before. Mm-hmm. Th- I think this helps me when it's in the Power Up because it has a bunch of different things like lion's mane, etc. But this uh, is mainly for mood, mood support of vitamin B6, so also known as PH, uh, P5P. And this mm-hmm. plays a crucial role in uh, regulating hormone activity in the body through various mechanisms, through aiding the balance of hormones. The B6 in Power Up as- assists stabilizing mood and supporting emotional well-being. And I absolutely love this brand. Uh, again, it's called Power Up by Motion Nutrition feel free to go try it let me know your thoughts on it i think they're quite an under the radar brand uh, as a whole found it by mistake more when i was trying to do natural supplementation to help my adhd and probably tried about seven or eight things and this was the one which stuck with me and has helped me massively so i couldn't recommend that more obviously you won't have much to say on that you've never taken it but anyone out there who wants to try something like that a whole mix of things Please, please do. Couldn't recommend it more. It has vitamin D's, B's, um, iron, manganese, L-taurine, uh, lion's mane, go-to kala, a bunch of different things. So please, please give it a go. Uh, let me know what you think about it as well. Seven. This is one. I think we both take, um, and we had Sammy Cooper come on again, the nutritionist to talk about this and the benefits for it, not just for your physical health, but for your mental health. And that's creatine. So how, have you taken creatine or is that part of your sort of supplementation? Yeah. Yes, I've been, taking, I've been taking it now for about two years on and off. Um, and it's probably, I think I said a bit earlier, I think it's been the biggest thing that I've noticed in me physically because it just helped me so much more physically. And I know that you know a bit more about the sort of psychological side of it and how good it is for your brain, which I've read about more recently on studies, videos that I've seen, a lot of people that I follow best preaching about this stuff. Um, and weirdly when i first started taking it it was people warning about the side effects and how bad it can be for you and everything else and the more the study's been done on it the more it's it, they found the stud the studies show that the the side effects are so unbelievably minimal and it, it affects so little people and the side effects yeah. might be so small and it's it's dirt cheap as well it's so inexpensive um and yeah, it probably cheap. like i said a minute ago it's probably been the biggest thing i've noticed physical changes anyway uh from the gym is definitely been the biggest thing i've noticed for sure uh creatine's also really beneficial is what we talked about with sammy um 
So traditionally used in sports nutrition, as we know, for physical health, but creatine, it, she said it also uh, shows promise for brain health. So she was one who said this in a, in a study she was reading uh, in the Journal of Clinical Psychiatry. It found that creatine supplementation could improve depressive symptoms in women with major depressive disorders, which I thought was super interesting. If you're a woman out there, you're struggling, give creatine a try. If it's rubbish for you and you don't like it, just like all these things, scrap it, get it out there, fully learn about it, read about it, make sure it's the right thing. But if you want to go and watch that Sammy episode, I think Sammy was episode two. Yeah. Uh, back when I started inside of mind, uh, she had a ton of information on creatine, especially for people's uh, mental health and a bunch of other useful things as well. So please go take a look at that if that you're is, interested more in the creatine route. Yeah, that, that, that was a really good, interesting, a really interesting um, interview, the two of you, then I remember watching that one. Um, and it, it's really interesting to hear about, because the misconception is it's just, just for gym goers and it's just, just for men. Yeah. I think if you sort of take that element away and you realise that anyone can take it, and if it help, really helps sort of, and she, and she's preaching about women's mental health is knowing that it's not just for, for, for dudes that go to the gym and sort of chest beating stuff. Anyone can take it. If it does help you, then amazing. And like I said, the side effects are so minimal and it's really cheap. It's so inexpensive. Yeah. Right? So it's a lot of supplementation has this, um, sort of stigma attached to it. That's a really expensive thing to do. It doesn't always have to be. Some are, some aren't. And this is one of the ones in that category that are really, really low in that price range. So yeah, get on it. Love that. Next one, number eight, is 5-HTP. So 5-HTP is known for its role in mood and anxiety regulation. I touched on before, it was also in my sleep supplement I had, which I thought helped me a lot. Uh, just to back this up, a study in 2002, wow, when I was born. This has been around a while. It's the um showed that it could influence serotonin levels, which are important for mood and anxiety management. So try 5-HTP, give it a go. It helped. There's it's a lot of it is in sleep supplements now. Um, but that's funny because I did think it helped me massively with my anxiety. It, I think it's really hard to actually have a proper think about are these helping? Because some days you could be in a good mood or a bad mood. You have to try these things for a while. And that's the hard thing. If people are listening, these aren't quick fixes. As we said, you need to fix everything else. These are the boosters, which will which will give you that extra 10% once the other parts are sorted, which is so important to get done first. These aren't cures. These could help in some aspect, but these are definitely more beneficial of everything around you is good to go first. Yeah, I can't, I can't emphasize that enough, but I think it's really important that people realize that it should be adding into what you're, the, the changes you're looking to make to sort of betterment your mental physical journey it should be adding to what you're already doing and it, it should be a step of three or four things you're doing not just relying on supplementation to fix all the problems in inverted commas that you might have i think it should be supplementing pun intended everything else that you're doing to help yourself and benefit it mm. and also like you said in the start i think it's very important that people don't look at it as a a short fix and go i took this tablet yesterday and i thought i feel the same i feel worse it, sh it should be one adding to what you're doing in those journeys that you're adding to it like the physical mental well-being and going for those walks rather than sitting indoors and doing nothing it should be being patient with it and going if i'm looking at it as a six-month journey do i feel better at the beginning if the answer is yes it's helping rather than going i feel crap today they're doing nothing for me love that number nine l-theanine do you know anything on l-theanine <laughs> 
No, well, yes and no. Jake, again, the guy I was talking about earlier, he's big on L-theanine more recently. So in the last couple of weeks, he's been harping on about that one. So it's one I'm going to be looking into, and mm. I might be adding that to my, uh, alongside the motion nutrition and everything else, the, uh, what was all beforehand, it was the 5-HTP. So I might be adding that to my list yeah. of things. I could be adding to my, uh, my shopping list. <laughs> so L-theanine promotes relaxation and stress relief. And in a study, I think I talked about this with... Georgie on PCOS, mm-hmm. that episode there, uh, we were saying on the L-theanine side, um, it found that it could help reduce stress symptoms and improve relaxation, which the main thing was it didn't cause drowsiness. And I think that's a lot of problems with like, you know, for example, if you're having a coffee or you're having caffeinated things to try and get that energy, you drop off so quickly, don't you, you know? You crash hard, especially for myself. I crash so hard on things like coffee. So if you can find a supplement that doesn't have the drowsiness side um, and can make you feel better, make you relax a bit more, give it a try. Again, let us know. I've tried L-theanine before, found it really helpful, but that was when I was about 18, 19. So it seems to be coming back up. It's more just, as we keep saying, finding what works for you. Yeah. These are all amazing for your mental well-being all of these supplements so far and we're going to go on to the last one which we touched on uh before which joe is huge on and that's ashwagandha mm-hmm. and just quickly before i let joe take the floor with this ashwagandha is used for stress and anxiety reduction and it's a medicine showed its potential and reducing stress and anxiety a lot of the time in adults um i tried it it's good at reducing your cortisol levels yeah um found a big help from it but ended up going off it because um, I was taking medication at the time and then never got back on it. But um, what's your view on ashwagandha and how has it helped you? Genuine 10 out of 10 supplement. Like, it's one of the few, alongside maybe creatine, that I'd say is one that I probably will take for the rest of, not rest of my life, I can't say that, but it's one that if I was to choose maybe one out of the 10 we've spoken about, that and magnesium and creatine would be the ones for me that I would just recommend to anyone taking if you are someone who struggles with sleep you are sort of anxiety prone uh levels of depression that might be sort of low to high this is the one that i'd recommend taking any anyone taking or trying at least if it doesn't work for you then absolutely fine but cycle it try it give it a go and it's it's naturally producing as well so that if people that are is it lab made and what else has been added to it it's ashwagandha is one of those products and plant herb type things that have been around for hundreds if not thousands of years and they've it's not really changed the way it's helped people along the way so that for me would be the one that i'd probably say that stands out the most to me number one. The, yeah for sure i love that so for you the number one will be uh, ashwagandha and for me my number one is power up by motion nutrition which i just love I even I, I even DM them like two years ago, being like, oh, "Mate, I actually love this." I we won't even read this message, but I just wanted to put it down for you. <laughs> yeah, just to um, just to recap, we have omega three fatty acids, so omega three fish oil, uh, vitamin D, magnesium, B vitamins, probiotics, power up by motion nutrition, creatine. 5-HTP, L-theanine, and ashwagandha. And these are our 10 supplements we think will be really, really useful for your mental well-being in 2024. Let us know in the comments if you tried any of these or whether you think we've missed some out or 
are not as big on some of them. Like I wasn't as big on the B vitamins when I took it as a whole. You know, this can be subjective. Everyone's body is different. But please <clears> let us know in the comments below. And we can do another video like this if you guys found it useful where you can add some more in from your guys' point of view. But for the meantime, I hope you enjoyed and I hope you learned about the top 10 supplements we'll be taking in 2024. Peace. Take it easy, guys.